Hi, I'm Kelly Claire, the Spiritual Messenger, Psychic Medium, Advisor, Teacher, and Mentor. And I am Ken, the Runewalker, also a Psychic Medium, Teacher, Mentor, and Walker of the Old Ways in Modern Times. This is Psychic Medium, the Podcast. All things Psychic Medium. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Psychic Medium, the podcast, with Kelly Claire, the spiritual messenger, and me, Ken Runewalker. Hi, Kelly. Hello. I cut you off there. I'm so sorry. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Where you guys? Um, I want you. I don't know why I feel like this is necessary, but um, so, some podcasts. Um, and it's neither here nor there. Like a uh, web of resonance, we record about a week prior to it um, actually going uh, live for you guys to listen to. Um, uh, but this one, uh, we actually like either record it on Tuesday or Wednesday, and it goes out on Wednesday. So you guys are getting like fresh off the press. Yes. Partially because I overbooked myself and forget the time. So my bad. That's okay. I think, um, you know, uh, um, the update here is that with, like we talked about, like, uh, things are opening back up. Um, and, uh, you know, pretty soon I'm going to have to start working, uh, my couple days a week doing, uh, my hair job. And uh, so that's going to be on Tuesday, Wednesday. So we're, you and I will figure this out. Perfect. Yeah, we will, we will work it out. So, um, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. And you? Um, I had a little bit of a restless sleep. <laughs> um, and I'm good. I am enjoying the warmer weather and being able to be out and kind of get the garden tilled up. And where I think we're actually going to plant next week because, you know, we always have to wait kind of after Mother's Day yep. here. Yeah. So we're going to get stuff planted um, next week. But we've built some really cool beds and we've got some really great plans for um, for the land here, we cleared away, um, all of the overgrowth on, um, we have a land altar, um, and I had kind of just decided, I, I just wanted to let it grow wild, but, uh, we got the rabbit brush, which is a form of sagebrush, I think, that is thick rooted and it kind of took over. And so it was interesting to kind of clear some of that out and then find, um, when we initially moved here. Um, a couple of years ago, we had uh, put a, a pole in the ground, um, a metal post, and then did a circle around it and marked like the equinox and the solstice uh, where the sunrise rose and set. Um, so it, clearing that out and uh, kind of exposing that again, it was weird that just like five years can almost bury that. And so we tried to uncover that. And it's been really cool to reconnect with um, with that. Oh, very cool. We've been doing about the same. And um, we've got our gardens are all planted. We're all going good. Our 
um, our plants are like doubled in size, which is really nice. Um, but oh my God, do I know all about the tree cleanup? So as you know, we have those beautiful redwoods in our backyard. Yes, you do. And holy shit though, the cleanup from those bad boys, it took, <laughs> oh my God, me and Chris and our two kids all day on Sunday, like just Chris got the chainsaw out and cleaned up underbrush and it took us two huge loads to the dumps and the big trailer Sunday and then another one on Monday. And yeah, oh I could not believe. Oh yeah, it was you wouldn't believe it back there and cleaning up all of the overgrowth around the back of our property. Yeah, it was quite the job. Wow. Yeah. Because you, it, it, yeah, it is uh, please do. And it is quite shaded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of um I can imagine a lot of stuff to kind of keep up and keep keep clean. Mm-hmm. No, it's cool though. We've got this where the way the redwoods sit side by side and this kind of in the back corner of our property. So it makes this perfect little secluded corner. So Chris is actually gonna build um us a meditation corner. Yay! Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked about that, but and the trees are magnificent. It's one of the things I love the most about our home. So, yeah, I can't wait to see it all done. That is going to be cool. I can't wait to come up when all this is over Ugh. or calmed and um, see it. Because I do want to see those herb boxes. Um, oh, the, so cool. the herb wall, right? It's a wall. Mm-hmm. It's a wall. Yeah, and it turned out so stinking cool. Um, we're just working on the patio below it right now so that's cool yeah lots of projects lots of shoveling of damn heavy dirt is what we're doing but so good uh yeah yes well good um so uh we spoke briefly before we started recording and um one of the things that uh the thing we decided to talk about for the main topic um was something that you've been kind of we've maybe discussed it before but you've been hearing about it and it's kind of like a topic that's been coming up um still even more frequently um this week so what is that um there's a couple different terms for it but it's the psychic burnout or i don't even want to call it the psychic burnout maybe it's the healer's burnout maybe it's the empath burnout i think burnout in general is the topic Yep. Um, one of, do you think like, um, so if I go back to, um, kind of mm, my beginnings of really feeling everything, um, one of the things that I went through and I think a lot of people go through is this concept of like being open all the time. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, how, first of all, that can cause burnout, but I think <laughs> I think that that can cause annoyance from everybody around you, too. They're so annoyed <laughs> by the fact that you're like, that's all you can talk about, that's all you can do and think about. And um, I think that's it, that cracks me up. Yeah, and here's the thing. If I see this with a lot of new and upcoming psychics, and I'm all for supporting how I train them. Um, but it's, 
if you feel you need to be open 24 7 and have these gates just blown open and hell no i don't want to ever close it trust me you're going to get burned out you're going to get burned out really quick you're gonna it's, it's gonna kick your ass you have to do this and again i speak from experience when i first did this it was i felt i was afraid to quiet it or turn it off if you will because i was afraid i couldn't get it going again yeah like if i slowed the flow or resisted the messages then it would just stop and go away so i wouldn't do it and before I knew it, I was like, wait a minute, I can't keep running on this level because I found that I was spending too much time out of my physical body, spending way too much time disconnected from the physical body. So I wasn't grounded. Yeah. I think that's a really good, um, a really <clears throat> good observation. And I um, just, you know, kind of my two cents um, is uh, I was afraid of that too. I was like, oh my God, I'm finally connected, which is a whole other topic. And I believe mm -hmm. so differently now about that. But back then it was like, I'm finally connected. I'm feeling something. I'm getting messages. I'm, I'm seeing stuff. I don't want that to stop. I don't want it to stop. Um, and um I think the funny thing about that, now I know that's totally different. Like, I know the reality for me is not that. Um, but I think um, an interesting thing about that for me is um, I had read something once and I had sat with it for quite a while. And it said, um, sometimes we're afraid to feel joy because we know it will end and we'll have to feel, you know, like not joy or pain um or just indifference and then like it's not something that can be sustained um and lasts because if you just felt joy all the time it would not be joy anymore it would just be normal mm. and um i think it's interesting with uh people's abilities when they want to be open all the time um there's uh well first of all let's back that up they're afraid to be open and afraid to have their gifts open at first because um, there, well, there's fear that you talked about fear on Saturday in our, uh, in your, uh, yeah, Saturday in your class on, um, opening your abilities. That's, um, still available for those of you who are interested, uh, on liminal magic. So you can ask to join that, uh, group on Facebook and the class is still, um, available. Um, but then you have this fear once you once you're there that you'll never get it back and mm -hmm. um that i think before we came here and after we leave um <laughs> you'll be 100 percent there all the time um <laughs> so yeah. the, the whole goal about this is not to uh be out of our well no i shouldn't say that one tool that we're missing is our physical body um, when you when we approach it uh, from that that way and uh, mm -hmm. the physical body. Yeah, and I had someone put it to me when I was helping um, one of my clients work through this pattern. And she said, I like feeling special. I like feeling needed. 
I feel if I turn it off, I'm just boring old me again. And I was like, well, wait a minute. You're still the same person. You're still the special person. You're just choosing when and where to use that extra oomph that you possess. Let me make this very clear. Once you open the connection, once you make the connection, it doesn't go away. It's there. So don't be afraid to tone it down. As I've talked about in previous podcasts, I can't turn it off completely. I can't. But I can mute it. I can tone it down about 85%, you know? Yep. And I can still function. I had to learn that the hard way. If you don't learn, and this is interesting. This is why, and I hope there's not a whole bunch of feedback on your guys' and I'm so sorry if there is. I, I've tried fixing it, and I don't know what's going on. Um, there's also a snoring pug in the background, if y'all can hear that. Um, <laughs> she's extra loud today. But I had to learn this long ago that if I didn't tone it down or have that boundary, you can't function normally. So in my mentorship programs, in my teachings, I flat out teach it this way from, from day one. You will learn to open your ability to its fullest, but also be able to turn it down, tone it out, or disconnect, disconnect not disconnect, um, disconnect when you need to, because you know, for me, I was still a wife and a mother and human. I still needed to my human sensations. So I needed to be able to disconnect. And it took me a while to learn it. But it is a must. If you don't, there is so many positives to this. There's so many beautiful sides to this having ability. But there's also the emotional burnouts, the drains, um, health concerns. Um, if you're disconnected from your physical body 24-7, what do you think is going to happen to the physical body? It's going to be affected. Exactly. Exactly. So find your balance. Um, I like that you um, brought up about liking yourself <laughs> or um, mm -hmm. feeling special. That was sort mm -hmm. of uh, because I think that, and it could be with, you know, um, my, uh, philosophies and ideas and experiences with some new age philosophies that are about escaping the human condition. Um, and I think that part of it for me too, is if you really want um, away from humanity that much, um, then I think that there's a quite a a, a problem because <laughs> once you start to then develop your abilities and um, if all of your interaction with people is only about um, your special abilities and what you can kind of give to people and what they then begin taking from you. Mm -hmm. I think it gets very um, dangerous. And I don't believe that we can um, live fulfilled um, in a physical life. And, and um, I do think that it takes a toll on your abilities too. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. Absolutely. Um, I, uh, so 
real quick, I wanted to um, just say I fa- I was, uh, you know, like uh, I read the internet, especially now that we have a lot of free time. And um, I came across a, an article that was really interesting to me because it's, it's five signs that you're burnt out. And it was it's meant specifically for, I think, people like you um, who have their business as their abilities. Right. Right. Um, but I know that I'm, lo- you know, looking at it um, on a- for everybody. So um, five signs that you're burnt out, people. Um, I thought these were interesting. So you are irritated when anyone asks for your help with anything. I thought that was interesting. I had never thought about that. Um, because in terms of being a, a burnt out psychic, um, I saw it more as an, an energy drain um, and maybe a little bit more too of like um, like a discombobulation feeling of with my abilities. But like if you're irritated when someone asks you for help with anything, not even a psychic problem, then that I think that's a great for anybody uh, sign that you're burnt out. Mm. I agree with that. Um, this one was an interesting one. You've uh, you've started ex- started to experience energy in your hands, arms, back, or neck. I do. Um, I haven't experienced that myself, but I've experienced it. And I think you and I have talked about this. Um, actually, you talked about it this weekend in your classes, where you can actually start to get a physical. Um, well, I think you just mentioned it earlier too. Uh, physical mm-hmm. repercussions from not listening to your abilities or um, not using them, or now in this case, like uh, not doing a whole a whole bunch of um, personal, like psychic, healthy cleansings. Yeah, self care. Yeah, it's it's interesting because um, most psychics who do it professionally. They, they, no, don't get me wrong. There is um, some of us who have long careers in it, but most psychics who get into this don't have very long careers doing it because they get burned out. They get have that psychic burnout and then they can't handle it anymore. And they're like, okay, I'm done. So this is why it's so important, especially for those of you listening that want to use your ability as a career, learn the damn boundaries, learn how to turn it off, learn how to say no learn how to um again i'm learning this one (laughs) pot calling the kettle black here for a minute learn how to take your time off learn how to do your self-care learn how to back up if not you will get the burnout my um the last one and then we'll be done with this for a minute (laughs) unless we're not um is you've flipped out on an innocent bystander um (laughs) (laughs) uh i really the my first uh thought that the first thought that came to my mind when i read that was road rage oh i didn't think of it that way because okay because like all of a sudden it's like you know i can i can flip out on it takes a lot for me to flip out on the person in front of me and you know like i don't know uh hey we're going to uh charge you with trespassing and the police will take you away um if yeah. anyone remembers well. that story about the hospital um but 
yeah, I think that I notice it more when I'm like just driving down the street and I'm like, why did you just cut me off? Even though they can't hear me, mm -hmm. but it ends up being that like I'm just releasing all of this frustration. Henry wanted to be on um, podcast today. Um, releasing all the frustration onto somebody who's driving, like who they can't even hear me. Um, and I think that's a really good um, indicator that I'm going to use as an indicator for me that I may be overwhelmed and burn out and need to take a step back. See, oh, I can, yeah, mine is more my, my poor husband. <laughs> I, 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 I end up projecting onto him and then I go, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Like I am taking out my burnout and my frustrations onto you. I am so sorry. I need to step back and get my shit in check. Um, yeah. And most of you, or a lot of you will resonate with that. You will um, take it out of people around you, your loved ones. Well, I, I completely agree with that. And that's something that um, whether you're psychic or not, whether you're just human, I think that that happens. And um, I, I have, yes, that's a very uh, big lesson. Don't talk to Tati or ask him about that. <laughs> Don't at all. Well, no. And it's kind of interesting. And I'm not in the burnout phase, but last night I was done. I actually did eight readings yesterday. And Lord, yeah, it, yesterday I'm not gonna lie, kicked my ass. And so last night we're I just got done with work and we're eating dinner. And as you would say, bless his little cotton socks. Chris just kind of wanted to talk about things going on in the world right now and everything. And I'm going, just stop talking, just stop talking. I don't want to hear about you know, doomsday and COVID, I just want to sit in silence and eat dinner and not think for a minute. And so I maybe lost my shit a little bit for a second. And I felt bad. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just, I just finished eight readings. I'm completely drained. I just want to sit quietly, you know? And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that I just haven't seen you all day and just wanted to talk. So then you feel like total shit and you're like yeah. oh my god i'm so sorry yeah and and it and again it was just and it wasn't like i was i was just done and i just needed that hour to just decompress yep so i get that yeah and again i took like i just said before i think i need to schedule myself a little bit <laughs> so and i get it and i but when I'm in the stream, when I'm in that zone, I'm in the zone and I just keep going and it's, and I do, you know, I'm still connected. I'm still doing the great job and I don't realize how drained I am until I stop the connection until I step out. And yep. then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I'm done for. So yep. yeah. So don't, yep. don't do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it's, um, it's funny though, because no matter how much, we can say to people, <laughs> don't. Um, I think there may, you know, it's maybe like we all still have that kid or that teenager in us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's like, yeah, 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 uh, whatever. I'll figure it out on my own. And then we have to learn things the hard way. Oh, yeah, that's me. I have to learn it being hit over the head seven times. And then I go, oh, shit, maybe I should listen. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> um. I, I think that's, uh, yeah, I, I always expect things too fast. So I think um, 
the long-term lessons um, are ones that uh, maybe now that I'm getting a little older and now that we're slowing down a little bit, I'm slowing down a little bit during this time. I can pick up on a little better, but I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to mention that in my, what would Ken do um, segment for today. So um, do you have any, anything else to add before we take a break, before we jump into some clarities from Kelly? Nope. Other than everyone listening, I am planning to take a little mini vacation later on this month. So that will be so I don't get psychic burnout. Yeah, don't get psychic burnout. Remember that commercial with uh, the frying pan and the egg? Like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> and this is you. This is your you. This is your brain. When you crack it. the egg open and put it in the pan. This is you on psychic burnout. That is awesome. I, it's a great visual. <laughs> it is a great visual. Thank you. I really appreciate that one. Yeah. Um, okay, you guys, we'll, uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, and it's time for Kelly's Clarity. That will never get old. Uh, I hope it. Does. I hope it doesn't. It's kind of my favorite thing. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, and thank you for that amazing introduction once again. So what are we, uh, what, uh, what are you going to talk about for Kelly's Clarities today? This one's kind of fun. We're going to talk about spirit connection ticks or spirit connection symptoms. How's that? I like that. Um, what the first time you said ticks, I was, I kind of, I, I wasn't sure I heard you right. So, um, but I'm glad you're going to talk about this today. I can't, I, uh, I think it's a great uh, it can be a great tool and a great uh, confirmation. So, without further ado, Kelly Claire. Thank you again. So, it was brought to my attention in readings this week to talk about this. So, I made a little side note for our podcast. Um, years, I've talked about this before. I think we've talked about this in podcast history. I don't remember. So, I apologize if we have. Um Back when I first started um, learning to do readings and learning to access spirit, um, my, well, hell, even before then, my left finger, my left hand, two fingers would go completely numb. Couldn't figure out why. No idea. It was my pinky and my ring finger. Um, Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. Long story short, it was my spirit connection tick or my spirit connection symptom. Meaning every time spirit was trying to connect to me or connect through me, my fingers would go numb. Took me a nice thump in the face from my grandma to realize that. But working through that, it's now since evolved and it has changed. So that sensation made me crazy. So I had to tell my guys, look, this isn't working for me. You need to show me another sign or another symbol that's a little less annoying 
Um, just because it, it just bothered me so much to have that numbness. So it's since evolved and it's funny. I'll be in a reading and I, if anyone's had a reading with me, you'll know that I like to go through your current energy life around you. Kind of look at some of the psychic stuff before I open the veil, if you will, to talk to spirit. Some, most of the time though, there's sneaky little buggers and they'll sneak in and I'm like, Oh, spirit just stepped in. And how do I know that? My eye will start watering. My left eye will just start watering and my nose will start running. So every time I'm connected to spirit, my eyes just water. My left eye will just water and water. So that is my sign or my confirmation that I am connected to spirit. So I've had people say, um, like yesterday I was doing a mentorship and she's like, it's the craziest thing. No matter what, my eyes won't quit watering, but I'm not crying. I'm like, I know that's your spirit connection tick. So pay attention. I can guarantee you guys have one. You might just think it's a crazy symptom or something wrong with your physical body. It's not. It's your physical body's way of giving you a confirmation to a spiritual connection. Do you have one? Uh, I do. Um, and um, <laughs> it took me a while to realize what it, what, what it was. But um, what mine actually, the one that I noticed the most comes kind of cl not close to the end of a reading. But I think it's, I think it's when I'm probably the most close to the entity or being or spirit that I'm listening to, or I don't want to call it channeling because I'm not, but not in a, that kind of way, but where we're almost sharing the same space. Um, I start to belch. I, it's um, weird, but that's how I know. That's how I know that I'm right there with that yeah. is it's the weirdest thing. Really, really weird. <laughs> that is a really weird one. Yep. Well, remember, if it bothers you, <laughs> you can tell spirit. Give me something new. I need a new one. I need a new one. Please, please exchange. <laughs> no, I think it's great. And I feel like people have these all the time. They just don't recognize it. So my clarity would be if you guys, every time you're trying to connect to spirit, have this weird little tick that happens. Look at that. Catalog it. Does it happen every time? You know, it's interesting too. Sometimes um, I've had people that they itch. All of a sudden they're itch. They have it like my arms just itch or my feet are asleep. It's these little weird sensations and they can be anything. Um, but it is your physical way of giving confirmation that you're connected to spirit. So it's pretty cool. It's a great way to know that you're connected. So if you're questioning your connection, start looking for a sign. Look, look for your, you know, your tick. You'll find it. I love that. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I think I've talked about before too, like um, there's another one that where I would always kind of feel like tingling coming up the back of my, from my shoulders up my head and how I would kind of cut that off when it got too intense and how 
Tate always said I looked like I was having a seizure. Um, (laughs) But like, yeah, even that, like that was how the frustrating thing about that for me though, was that it was there and I just wasn't able to, I felt like I wasn't able to connect with it, to understand what it was saying. And I feel like that's just part of, you know, the whole growth process of, of this, but yeah, like it can be, it can be anything. So just pay attention. Yeah. And so the chills, I like that. You, I'm glad that you brought that up. So thank you. So the chills for me, I get them like at the base of my spine and they go right deep through my body. If I'm in a reading and I'm getting the chills, that is my sign of confirmation to the questions I'm asking. So if I'm asking spirit to confirm something for me and I get the chills, I'm like, yep, there's your definite answer. There's my confirmation to yes. So chills are always confirmation. So maybe those chills for you are even trying to give you confirmation to your connection, a confirmation to your questions or confirmation to what you're working through. Well, and that's exactly what I had um, kind of, because working with you in the beginning uh, with the concept of like, uh, ask your guides to step into your space. Mm -hmm. So you feel the difference. I would, um, my confirmate, well, actually that chill feeling I, I use as well as, okay, if it's a male, it's on my left, it's a female, it's on my right. And my guides need to step, step into my space, either on the left or the right, depending on what the sex is of the spirit that's there. Mm. So then I get the little tingly feeling and that's, that is, you're right. It's my confirmation. Yep. Yep. Works perfect. I teach that too. Watch for your what side it steps in on. Um, male, female, that'll help you get confirmation. If it's a guide, it's usually a heavier presence down the back. Um, guide energy feels a little denser to me, a little heavier. Yeah. Um, and you can tell by the different vibrations what type of spirit it is. So Ooh, maybe that's a, mm-hmm. that's a great topic for next time, maybe, because um, not to give the whole story away, but Corinne, if you're listening, you know what story I'm talking about. Um, oh, when you kicked her ass? Uh, well, it wasn't me, but you know, no, not you, I think but... next time, let's let's uh sit with that this week. But I think next time we should talk about about that because I think that's a a great topic. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So can we put that on next week's list? Oh yeah, I think it's a great yeah. one. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so without, I'm not going to give you guys any more details about that. And don't ask Corinne about the story either. You're going to have to wait till next Wednesday. That's a good one. Cool. Well, thank you for that. I'm glad you brought that up today because uh, I think too often we shrug off, no pun intended, the things that happen to our body <laughs> during these, uh, during our sessions with spirit. And uh, we don't realize that our bodies are a receiver for the information. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Most people think it's just a spiritual connection and there's no connection to the physical body. And that's where you're wrong. And that's why it's so important to keep that balance, to keep both the physical and the mental, emotional, spiritual body healthy and healthy. Preach. Word. Word. (laughs) All right, you guys, uh, we'll be right back with what we can do.
Welcome back to, well, Psychic Medium the Podcast, but what? Question mark. Um, <laughs> I kind of forgot what I was, but oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Sometimes my uh, trains get derailed. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's, it's just what happens. Um, so speaking of you know, trains getting derailed. I want to share with you guys um, something that I um, have realized over kind of the past couple weeks, especially, but as you'll see, the story is much longer than that. Um, I had a reading. I I did, I did a reading exchange, uh, excuse me, with a friend of mine in Salt Lake and gosh, this was a while ago. And um, she had said to me, um, she goes, you need to, you kind of forget the lessons that you've learned. Excuse me. And um, you need to, uh, she goes, I see you like, writing them down and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm horrible at journaling. Like I kept a good journal for a while and I'm grateful I did because I go back to it a lot for things that I wrote about the room. But so I'm thinking this in my head and I'm like, oh, I just can't. And she goes, what I, and she didn't even hear me. She, I I didn't say it out loud. She goes, what I see is like, like you just take and like write it down on a piece of paper and stick it on the wall. And I thought, that's brilliant because if it's like, oh, I had this realization, I take my pad uh, of post-it, write it down, and then stick it on the wall. And that way I can kind of go back to that realization, that awakening, that you know thought that, oh, I, that aha moment, and get it, access them quickly to help build myself, to help build upon them so I don't just experience it and then forget it. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I've had been trying to um, really build my, build my structure, build my uh, world, I guess. And um, I thought that was a really fascinating thing. So um, I did it for, actually, I didn't do it immediately as a a true human. (laughs) I'm like, that's a great idea. And then I didn't do it. I forgot about it, but um, probably, gosh, just before, oh, maybe January, I guess, I thought I was at the Walmart before the coronavirus and picked up my Post-its. Like, this is going to be great. So they're actually now sitting on my desk and I can do anything from like, write down a sigil or a bind rune to... um, like it's almost like vision boarding, I guess, but with just my post-its. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it because I can go back and build upon them. So the reason I want to bring that up is because uh, a story that I just told yesterday um, when I recorded Web of Resonance was um, re- a realization that I had was that we have the land altar that I mentioned kind of in our main topic of today's show. And, <clears throat> to that land altar is 
there, right, with the circle of stones. And um, last year, right before we moved, right before I moved, which was at Salon, I had taken and built a fire next to it. I, I dug it out, a little fire pit, and kind of released a whole bunch of sacred items and items that I felt needed to be uh, released and uh, then buried it, like covered it up with soil. So um, that was kind of in its own right, its own <clears throat> moment, its own thing. And, <clears throat> wow, excuse me. Um, then, uh, Yesterday or the day before, whenever we were putting the we were clearing out the altar, um, getting it all cleaned up, and and I looked over and I was like, oh, we should put uh, like a not a fire pit like that's for hot dogs and beers, but just a, a one that would be more for sacred use or ritual use, and mm-hmm. where I we got we went up and got some stones and brought them back and started to set it up. And I set it up in the exact same spot. Um, and at Beltane, right. Which is the festival of fire now, the Beltane season. So <clears throat> I didn't even think about it being Beltane and wanting to build a fire pit. I just was, I felt prompted or inspired to build a fire pit that was for sacred use. And not even thinking about it being Beltane, because I don't always observe all the Sabbaths or the passages of time uh, on a pagan calendar. But like all of a sudden yesterday we were talking about it. And I'm like, oh God, it's Beltane. And I wanted to build this fire thing. I didn't even think about that. And I built it on the same place I built a sacred fire last year. So <clears throat> my point is, with my, if I would have posted, did post-its for these things, I would start to see that there is a pattern with things. Like Beltane sits directly opposite of Samhain on the, the pagan calendar. So two, two holy days uh, or sacred times of year that prompted me to do the same thing. So it's about noticing the patterns and noticing the things that are happening Noticing your inspirations, my inspirations, what's happening around us, even if you feel prompted to to do something or if you have an aha moment, keeping a calendar of, you know, uh, emotions or feelings or for women, you know, your moon cycle, like that's a really good example. But um, you start to kind of piece together this larger pattern that actually helps me um under be in the moment and be in the moments but also to understand that there's a pattern to my rhythm there's a rhythm to myself there's a rhythm to the the land that i'm living on there's a rhythm to my abilities as they show up it's not just about being pagan but there's a rhythm to the abilities there's there's a um a frequency a vibration that is consistent whether it's peaks every six months or whether it peaks seconds it's about noticing that rhythm and the vibration and and um i that really has helped me to um understand a little better or have a kind of a point of reference for 
the uh, the work that I do that includes my psychic abilities. That was I love that. No, but I love that. <laughs> See, you're a lot more um, ritualistic, or oh, what's the words I'm looking for? I don't know. I just fly by the seat of my pants. Um, I will tell you that that's um, that's one of the things that like Teresa and I have spoken about that before. She asked me in one podcast uh, if I write spells, and I was like, uh, yeah, but I kind of just am like, I need this now, so I just kind of create with what's happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, yeah, that's that's. She goes, I do that a lot too. So we were talking about that. And all of a sudden I realized that flying by the seat of my pants even has a rhythm to it. True. And I thought, oh my God, I didn't, I really hadn't necessarily thought about that. Um, But it, it, it's true. But yeah, you and I are a lot, uh, a lot alike where it's like living life, living life. Oh, I need this. Let's do this. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't find, I don't do structure very well. (laughs) Just kind of just do. Yep. Well, I love that. And I love that that's how you teach too with like, I don't care how you get the information, just get the information. Exactly. Yep. It it doesn't have to be doing it my way. It's figuring out your way. So I think that's amazing. I love it. Cool. Well, um, I think that's all I have to say. Do you have anything else to add? No, I feel like we covered all the good stuff. I'm excited for next week's podcast, though. Uh, I'm excited, too. I can't wait to talk about um, to talk about that. Um, I'm not going to even go into any more detail. I'm excited no, to talk about that- spirit. I am. And I think it's a great topic. I don't know why we haven't thought of that yet. So there we go. Uh, thanks, Corinne, if you're listening, because you helped. Oh, uh-uh. My Facebook just popped up that she updated her status. As I said her name, it popped up. Ah, That's I a sign. It. That's a sign. We're talking about it next week. I agree. Perfect. <laughs> and she makes damn good cakes as she sent you one. I saw she that. She did send me one and it was very delicious. And I um I'm very grateful and appreciative to her. So um yeah. Corinna for that. Yeah, she's a good egg. We'll keep uh, her. Yes, for sure. And um I guess we're kind of wrapping it up here. We don't need to do another segment that wraps it up. So I guess thank you guys for listening and for tuning in and um for your support and your comments and just keep the comments coming. Yes. Yes. Love to hear them. I love all the shout outs and the questions and comments and emails. So keep them coming. We love it. Absolutely. And uh, I love you and thank you for uh, doing this. Well, I love you too, brother. And I can't wait till next week. Right. Uh, Kelly, you have a good week and everyone listening. Have a good week. Yes. Much love. Bye. Bye.